Hey, welcome into the Coach Bono's podcast on the Studio Soapbox Network. I'm Coach Bo, Brian O'Connor. We're recorded live at the undisclosed location of the O'Connor Advisory Group Studios. Check out all things O'Connor Advisory Group at oagks.com. You can interact with the show on Twitter and Instagram at Coach Bo Knows Show. Uh, check out our Facebook page. Just search out for Coach Bo Knows Show. You'll find it there. Uh, you can also check. You can also email us at CoachBoNosShow at gmail.com. Today is episode 11, and I'm excited about this. Um, Tony Wisdom is going to be our guest today, and uh, if you don't know his story, Tony's got a little background in the music industry, and just a super guy. I think you're really going to enjoy this uh, interview. Uh, we set out about 30, 40 minutes, and uh, he's got a great backstory where he kind of came off the streets and got into producing music, and then what prompted him to uh, retire, and then from there, what he's doing now to help young people and uh, to find some of those same uh, pieces in production and uh, podcasting even. And Tony's got a great podcast called Deeply Rooted. Uh, We're going to talk all about that uh, during the interview. So enjoy this interview with Tony, and I will talk to you on the flip side. Hey, welcome in. Uh, we've got a great interview this week. This is my man here, Tony Wisdom. I've known Tony for a few years now, and uh, our sons are great friends. And this is someone uh, I have a lot of respect for. And Tony, you, uh, where I've really gotten to know you a little better here recently is your new podcast, uh, yes. Deeply Rooted, the web series on mindset. Yes, um, I really, this is a really fantastic podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about it a little bit. Uh, you do this on Facebook and then you share it. Can we get the podcast where you get out where everybody can turn or you regularly get podcasts like Apple? Yes, yes, you can. Um, it takes me a little bit longer. I'm a one man show, so it takes me a little bit longer to get my seasons up. Okay. So the first three seasons are available everywhere. Yes. Okay. We're going to make sure we put a link in our show notes to okay. get that out to you. So if you're listening, you like what you hear today. Um, I think you're really going to like what you hear. This is Tony, so good. Um, so deeply rooted. Let's talk about it first. So actually let's, let's kind of, we were moving around talking a little bit, a lot before we, before we hit record. And uh, Tony, you called yourself a serial entrepreneur. And I yes, love sir. that term. I, I love <laughs> when there's people who are independent spirits and independent breeds. You know, yes, I've, been, I've mentioned in my business where, you know, I worked for the big insurance company for almost 10 years and then, went on my own and it was like, wow, there is a better way. And yeah. it's all about, you mentioned this earlier, it's like, it's all about customer service. It's about being, you know, what your, your client or your customer, whatever it is, needs. Um, you started early in the music business. Talk yes, a little sir. bit about that. And you kind of started in production and yes, let you roll with it. So um, let me, let me think of the year. So 1996, I was, I guess what you call a serial knucklehead. <laughs> right? We've all been there. Um, and kind of searching for my way. And I stumbled on music, you know. Now, this is early, mid-90s, you know. This, there's not a lot of that going on in Lawrence, Kansas, yeah. you know. Um, really, the only guy I really knew doing anything of any significance was tech nine um 
And so, so I actually started in the music business as an owner, as a label owner. I don't, I didn't have any musical talent. Um, and that, you know, we went through some, we, we took some early hard lessons in the music business. We made it out to Atlanta, um, put 20 grand in a guy's hand and, you know, the next day the whole office was empty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Um, which kind of led to, you know, that whole thing collapsing. And I, a friend of mine had a little drum machine. It was called a Boss DR660. And I played with it and I fell in love with that little thing. So I got one of my own. And as I was ending my knucklehead career, you know, I was I had my first son. I actually um, had an altercation. I got shot. Um, so I sat down, watched my son, and played with that drum machine until I just got really good. And then I got a keyboard. And next thing you know, I was 19 then. So by the time I'm 22. Um, I have a studio, professional studio downtown with Keith Loniker and Will Wilson, um, 5150. That's where you get the bomb squad in 3 a.m. And some of the names that have been in Lawrence, you know, yeah. um, Shock G from Digital Underground. Yep. Um, we had him down on Mass Street, man. I, you know, it's such a great story with him. But like by the time I by the time 2000 came around, I was actually a professional in music. Um, and that had just led me down a great career of production. I have over a thousand songs released commercially as a producer, um, which is insane on, yeah. on close to a hundred different projects. Um, so here in 2021, at the beginning of 2021, I officially retired. Um, so that was my music run. Yeah. So what caused the retirement from music? What was it that kind of made, made this all change now? Okay, so learning about the law of attraction is really what started it for me, okay. all right? Um, and if you know about the law of attraction, it's all about energy. And what energy you put out is the energy you get back, right? And... In 2006, 2000, well, no, let's say 2009, I'm working with an artist that's in Kansas City considered the biggest street rapper in the city. He's legendary. His name is Rich the Factor. Um, okay. And it's a dream job for most people in our area. And it was a dream job for me. I love that guy. He's one of the smartest people I know. But being in that, I was working in a studio in Kansas City at the time, um, driving up there every day, 12 hours a day, you know, 16 hour days. It's just, yeah. I was spending a lot of time in that environment. Sure. And I'm from Lawrence, you know, um, and things are a little bit different up there. And I started to recognize the energy part of it. See, okay. because I because I got into music. Because like I said, I was a knucklehead. I was looking for a direction in life. This was the positive 
thing for me to find music and to be doing that instead of whatever hell or whatever else I could be doing. Right. Um, So to then look up and to start seeing I'm in a more treacherous situation than I ever was is, you know, and the big moment for me was because I used to always have conversations with some of these, with a lot of these guys about their influence and these kids listen to you. And a lot of the things you say, while that might be your experience in the past, that is not your current life. Your current life is kind of awesome. I talked to you, you're an awesome dude. Like, why don't we ever get that? You know, Mm -hmm. and it would be a conversation that's not really well received in that environment, as you can imagine. Um, So one day I'm sitting in the studio and in this would this would have been 2010. And in 2009, me and Rich did 13 CDs that we released that year. Right. And just me and him. And I was working with several other people, but just me and him. A lot of that is just me recording, but I'm spending a lot of time with him. Like I said, having these conversations. Well, there was a TV right next to my studio desk that we used to have the football game on or whatever, right? Well, the game, it was like a Monday night or something. The game was over and the news was on. And the kid had gotten shot in Kansas City um, in his car and they had footage of the car, right? And I saw the new CD that we just put out on his seat because, you know, and it started, it led me down this path of thinking, you know, I, I use this for positivity. I try to pretend like this is the positive part of my life. Like I can come here for 12 to 16 hours a day. These are the conversations that are being had. This is the art that's being created. This is the environment that I'm in. And then just go home and act like I'm just a suburban dad, yeah. right? Because the law of attraction showed me that what you put out, you get back. And it started to weigh heavy on me, you know? So all the way, you lead that all the way up till 2014. um, I stopped working around up in Kansas City, probably around 2010, 2011, right when I, around when I got married, right? Decided to get married and settle down and focus on my kids. Um, And went back to school. Leah and I bought a house. Um, Lias was doing what he was doing in sports. I was running around the country, basketball (laughs) and all of that. Right. You've been through all that. I know. I got shot again after. And, and the powerful thing about this is um, the guy, you know, I had a friend that I considered a sister. She was in an abusive relationship. Um, I decided to say something, stand up, you Mm -hmm. know, and this guy, he coincidentally was one of the biggest Rich Defactor fans there is, right? Mm -hmm. And he's, you know, Rich has over 100 CDs and this guy supposedly had all of them. You know, and it was a situation where I, you know, he was threatening to come to my house and I just left 
kind of protect my family and to honestly just have a grown man conversation with this guy. Yeah. And it turned into, you know, him just, you know, jumping out the car and trying to murder me, you know, and I couldn't help but have this thought afterwards of, you know, the law of attraction and the energy and, you know, like that kid that got killed in his car. And I, and I had the thought of, you know, what if the music was playing and I can say I'm not a part of it, but I'm creating the soundtrack to it. So yeah. I am a part of it. And who's to say I didn't create the soundtrack to my own murder. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that really, all of that combined just made me say, I can do better with my time. I can do better with my life. And I can't keep having this energy that's completely opposite to what I truly represent. I can't keep letting it come into my life and trying to kill me and kill my friends. And, you know, it's like, so honestly, bro, that's, that's what did it. And my passion kind of left, you know? So that's what happened. Thank you for sharing that. That that's a fantastic story. And yeah. uh, I, I don't even know how to follow that up. I just got to <laughs> say thank you. And, and yeah. thank you for sharing that. And in, in the time I've gotten to know you and, and from seeing Deeply Rooted, I see how passionate you are. And, yeah. and that passion comes out, it comes out that story, certainly. And when you say, hey, this passion kind of went away because of this, I mean, certainly that would do that for a lot of people. But one of the thoughts that kept going in my head there is I can recall, and this is not nearly as deep, is when you make that decision in any part of your life to make a change, change of profession, change of career, uh, you know, move, whatever it might be to change something in your life, it takes, um, I like the way you put it, energy, and it, it's scary. And so it was a thing where it looks like, sounds like it was a thing where you say, Hey, you know, I, was there fear in moving away from that as far as not necessarily being in the business, but it was there a fear of what's next in your life at that point? Hope I'm getting that where I'm going. Kind right. of, I, I would say a little bit, Okay. but you know, we talked kind of about me being in college and the serial entrepreneur thing. Yeah. I've just, my experience has been that the same mindset that it took for me to succeed in the music business and to, to get as far as I did is the same mindset that it takes to do pretty much anything, yeah. right? Like the mindset is the same is, is, you know, consistency, you know, um, integrity, you know, showing up on time, just, just things like that. Right. Like, so I wasn't necessarily scared because I had a lot of plans and a lot of other things that I wanted to do. What really got shaken up was the why, right? See with the music, with the music, my why was accolades. Like I, like I wanted a Grammy. I wanted to, to be respected by my peers. I wanted to go to the hall of fame. I, you know, like, like those are the things you think about, you know, like, especially if you're an athlete or whatever, sure. you know, and money, you know, yeah, that, and that's the scary part of walking away from money is a scary thing. I spent 20 years building that name yeah. and 
my my brand was bigger than it ever was when I stepped away, you know, but my why changed to wanting to, I, I understand when you get shot nine times, you're not supposed to live, right? And for me to, to have that happen and walk out of the hospital four days later and never go back. You were shot nine times? Nine times, yeah. Um, so, and some of them were really bad. Like, you know, I got, I, they had to split me open and take one out of my, you know, my torso and it went through and didn't hit anything. Like it didn't hit anything. It went in the side and they took it out on the other side. So it went through all of my organs and it didn't hit anything. Right. So the, the, not the knowledge of that and the doctor coming in after I wake up from surgery and the doctor comes in and this is, and I know you don't cuss on this, so I'll try. You, you go, you come away. Okay. Don't worry about it. So the doctor, it. the doctor comes in and he says, Mr. Wisdom, are you a gambling man? I said, no. He said, are you a religious man? I said, no. He said, okay, well, when you leave this hospital on your way to church, you buy a lottery ticket because you're the luckiest motherfucker I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh. That's it. Yeah. That's what he said. Right. So that and coming off of the shooting in 2014, here we are in 2021. Since then, since the shooting, I got a divorce. I retired from music and I lost my mother, <laughs> you know, so it's been back to back to back to yeah. back to back. So that all of that has changed my why to. You don't go through all of this to not help, right? Yeah. So there's there's a kid out there who's who felt like I've felt before, who's going through something that my story or my experience can help him. Yeah. And my why has changed to an obligation and a responsibility to do that, right? To be in service. So now I want to be in service. So that's where Deeply Rooted comes from. It allows me to help and put good energy and good vibes in the world and to have conversations that can possibly change someone's life. To share my story, because I've recently been made aware that somebody put it to me like this. They said, there's millions of people in this world that don't believe in miracles yeah. and you're a walking miracle. Who the hell are you? to not share that yeah. with the world, with that's the people deep. that don't believe. That's incredible. And that's a message. You know, I, I like to say on this podcast, we always say that, you know, we are all coaches. Coach, Coach Bo knows podcast. Yeah. We're all coaches. And what I really mean by that is not that we're all coaching someone and helping them be better. We're just taking our lives and we are, I mean, we're using that. I love the way you said obligation and responsibility. We're making it our responsibility to help somebody else. Yeah, I, I think, and I think that comes from people like yourself and me. I think it comes from I mean, your situation, is certainly you know that miracle piece. I think something comes from being a father. Yeah, you know when you see that and you go, wait a minute, I, I have this. You got a couple of children, you know, and you go, well, I, my goal, my responsibility is to help them grow. Yeah, you know, I've got one, and that's you know the number one responsibility for me is making sure he grows up 
to be the best man he can be. Yeah. And you've taken that responsibility and not just put it on your kids, but you with deeply rooted, you've taken this thing and taken it to where your your responsibility as you're calling it, your obligation is to help everybody. Yeah. And I I love it. I'm on your Facebook. The guy pulled up here on my other screen here. Yeah. Every how often are you sharing quotes? Is it every day or is it every how um I've shared sometimes? Yeah, I share about three to four quotes every day. I haven't yeah. missed a day since March. So here, here's a couple of ideas. This one was so good, Tony. You know P Money, my son. Yeah. This one was so good when I saw it a couple of nights ago. I saved the picture and texted it to him. Mm-hmm. It's simply a, a note. It's a handwritten note that says, Dear me. Don't fall back into your old patterns just because they're familiar. Yeah. Love me. And, and I, that's incredible because it's, those are the kind of messages that we need to hear. And everybody should hear, regardless of where they come from. Um, I mean, and I'll tell you, I'll ahead. tell you what, what deeply, what the deeply rooted group, why I do that. Yeah. Right. Is because. You hear people all the time saying, well, I, social media is such a bad place. It's such a negative place. I, there's all this drama on there. I'm not. And I said, well, why can't I create my own reality? Right. Like, like, so the purpose it serves is like what you did. Right. You just be scrolling and you can see all of that drama. But then that's going to pop up on you. And it might just make you think for a little bit. Right. But I do it so much that I'm going to catch you somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And I try to stay away from politics. I try to stay away from religion. And I just try to keep it heart centered and and from a from a place of authenticity. You know, that's the two things we avoid here, too, especially in nowadays. It's politics and religion. I mean, I have my views, but the point five, you might catch a little bit of those. But uh, you might get a little strapped on the point five about, about, about politics. But here on this, we just don't do that. And the reason being is that what we all have in common is the, that we want some grace and we want the ability to be able to move forward. And this is a great one. This is September 11th. You shared this, uh, the story of the donkey and the tiger. Mm. Can, I, can I tell this one? Yeah. All right. So the, the donkey told the tiger, the grass is blue. Tiger replied, no, the grass is green. The discussion became heated. The two decided to to submit the issue to arbitration. So they approached the lion. As they approached the lion on his throne, the donkey started screaming, your highness, isn't it true the the grass is blue? The lion replied, if you believe it's true, the grass is blue. The donkey rushed forward and continued, the tiger disagrees with me, contradicts me, and annoys me. Please punish him. The king then declared, the tiger will be punished with three days of silence. The donkey jumped with joy and went on his way, content, repeating, the grass is blue, the grass is blue. The tiger asked the lion, your majesty, why have you punished me? After all, the grass is green. The lion replied, you've known and seen the grass is green. The tiger asked, so why did you punish me? The lion replied, that has nothing to do with the question of whether the grass is blue or green. The punishment is because it is disregarding for a brave, intelligent creature 
like you to waste time arguing with an ass. And on top of that, you came and bothered me with your question just to validate something you already knew was true. The point is the biggest waste is arguing with the fool and fanatic who doesn't care about the truth or reality, but only the victory of his beliefs and illusions. That can be used so many different ways in our society right now. I, I choose to read that in social media. I think you were spot on when you say, hey, there's a lot of negativity and we are all in our own foxholes now. And I think that something we need to think about, I think this is what I really got from the, 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 the episodes I've heard and seen on Deeply Rooted. I've gotten this. We are all alike. Yes. That's we the point that, that I'm trying to make. Yeah. That's why I ask the exact same questions every single time. And if you, and if you see like who, who these people are, we're at this point, we're global. We're all over the world. There are people from all walks of life. And I promise you, after doing 32 interviews, they're all saying the same thing. It's, it's very simple. It's very simple. Get out of your head and live from your heart. Yeah. Have some I, courage and be what you're supposed to be. I love that. I absolutely love that, Tony. Yeah. Um, now you've got some stuff I'm going to, I would normally end there, but I know that there is more coming. <laughs> and uh, I want to talk a little bit about that. And then okay. we're going to get you out of here because you've been more than kind with your time today. Okay. Um, you've done some stuff with influencer marketing in the gaming space and, you know, kind of moving from there, but you're, you're starting a production class, music production. And, and that's kind of this new, not new passion. It's obviously your passion as far yeah. as a profession, but, Tell me a little about what's going on, what's new, what's happening there and yeah. where we're going to see, you know, Tony Wisdom going here with this. So, yeah, man. And this is what I'll say about that. We are all coaches. Right. And that's what that is about. I realize how much music saved my life. It literally saved my life. Yeah. And to be able to give that to somebody else would be the best thing that I could do with that experience, with that time. And so, so knowing that I, I decided, you know, okay, well, I'm in this place of service, the beginning of the year. And, and I, I would be remiss without saying this. Um, a lot of this year has been very intentional for me. Um, I, I think I'm close to 40 books read. I, I go to this clubhouse room every morning that's ran by um, the Gupta family. There's Anil Gupta, Mina Gupta, and AJ Gupta. The, AJ is Anil and Mina's son. And the name of the room is Giving Unconditionally the Power of Gratitude, Love, Belief, and Focus. And it's seven o'clock in the morning for me every morning. I haven't missed since February. I haven't missed a day. And it's people, heart-centered people that come together and help each other. Basically, I mean, we're, we've become a family and I'm headed next week. I'm headed to the Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within um, event 
um, and I'm going to meet about 13 or 14 of these people. In, in season four of Deeply Rooted, seven of the eight of them are from that room. And I bring that up to say, these, this is the type of things that I'm talking about every day. When we were talking about energy before and me being in a studio where it's all gangster rap and that's all the conversations that are happening, my conversations are different nowadays. My social media experience is different nowadays because I've created it, right? So they have got me in this place of service. I believe the secret to living is giving. So that I decided, okay, I don't have to just stop doing music, maybe just change the way I do music. So I decided to offer a class just on my Facebook page to my Facebook friends, however many there are. And it sold out in the first 24 hours. I limited it to four spots because I never taught before. Yeah. I was working on the curriculum. Um, and it's go it, it was going so well. I had the opportunity to grab a, a actual space, a commercial space. Um, and I pulled the trigger. And my goal is to go after, eventually go after 13 to 18 year olds. I want to teach many things, not just music production, um, graphic design, video editing, podcast production, digital marketing, the business of music. I want to offer a lot of different disciplines. So in my mind, your kid comes to me when he's 13, he stays till he's 18. And when he leaves, he has a life skill that he leaves with. Um, it's like, so, a trade, it's like a trade school. Absolutely. Yeah, and like an AAU program at the same time. And what I've found, the biggest value that my students have gotten so far is the mindset part of it. I, I realize I tick a little bit different. And even when it comes to artistic things and creativity, you know, I tick a little bit different. And, and that's the value that's really happening at that place. So now we're getting ready to open up for the Lawrence community. The beauty is it can be virtual. So I don't care where you're at. You can take it wherever, but I care about my community. Yeah. And I know there's a little kid that's just like me that needs me. So I'm making myself available. I love it. Uh, absolutely love it. And we're going to, as we get closer to that getting opened up, I want you back on and I'll talk more about it. Uh, yes, anytime you got something you want to talk about, you are always welcome here. I thank you, sir. Oh my God! I this is all the notes I've taken. <laughs> I'm a note taker. So when I'm not looking at you on our Zoom call, what I'm doing, and my goodness, I've got so much here to talk about when you when I got you off here. But man, I Tony, thank you for taking the time. Let's uh, make sure everybody knows we can get you. Okay. Facebook. I did a big part for the Facebook. Got the deeply rooted uh, page on Facebook. Yeah. Um, Deeply Rooted, you get the, the website. What is the website? TheDeeplyRootedShow.com. The, I'm going to get all these links into the show notes as well. Yep. Um, and then you have Insta. So I was, I was, yes, I do have Instagram. Yep. Instagram and everything. We're going to get all that shared so we can get you going there as well. I mean, anything we can do. Yeah. Anytime you want to talk about anything, you give me a buzz. You are on, my man. Thank you, man. I really appreciate you for having me on. You hey, know, I, I love what you're you doing. Coming. I love what you're doing as well. And I, I just, anytime I can reciprocate and help you, just let me know. Um, I'm yeah. glad we got to spend more time chopping it up today than we've had. We've been to it for a long time. And this is, I've really enjoyed this. So thank you no so much. Me too. 
You're and, welcome. Uh, I appreciate it. All right. All right. Tell P Money I said what's up. I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, welcome back. Uh, hey, what a great interview. Tony Wisdom, uh, fantastic. And I cannot recommend a podcast higher. If you get a chance, uh, check out Deeply Rooted, a uh, web series on mindset. Check it out. We will have in the show notes, um, I will have the link tree for him. You can check out everything involving the podcast, whether it's watching it live on Facebook or downloading the series. Go back in and check that out. Just absolutely, just wow, wow, wow. A couple takeaways here. My favorite quote was by far, the energy you put out is what is the energy you get back. And I just cannot think of a better way. That's absolutely true. I mean, what goes around comes around. And uh, I love the way he put that. And then over and over, you know, what's your why? You know, why do you want to do this? What is it that's important? That why? What's the why? Um unbelievable i just i felt that that's one of i think that's our best interview um i just uh, the other last thing i loved was the secret to life the secret i'm sorry the secret to living is giving um absolutely just some things you can learn join tony uh check him out i think you'll really love that it's a huge thanks to tony wisdom for joining us today on the coach bono show Hey, uh, thanks to Tyler Jones and everyone at Studio Soapbox for all you do behind the scenes. Most importantly, thank you to you, the listener. Don't forget to rate us and review us. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast. We appreciate every five-star review. Until next time, I'm Coach Bo, Brian O'Connor. Have a great week. And don't forget, the secret to living is giving. Thanks to God. Have a great week.